Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Take it slow. You got a life ahead of you. You don't want to blow out your O-ring so early. You're just getting into the gay game. Gonna make the brown eyes. Gonna make the brown eyes brown eyes bloody as opposed to the bruised. The episode that just was up at the end. All rubbing his bloody ass on my couch. Excuse me? Watch the episode. Welcome, oh. folks. It's Geek Shack number 140. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. It is Jeff. Commander K. <laughs> Just Michael. We're here to talk week and geek. Uh, gentlemen, what did you do this week? Wait, we oh, have a special guest. Oh, yeah, we do? you got to oh, introduce shit. our official No, guy. no, you don't get it. Okay. Just, you, you have to talk, but no one knows who you are. All right, fine. All right, go ahead. Who are you? Uh, I'm. I guess I'm fact checked, Andy. Yes, you yeah, are. Yes. All right, fact check Andy. Andy, who has corrected us many an episode. Yeah, that's right. He, he keeps us on the straight and narrow. Well, keeps keep, us on. Well, keep on the narrow. He gets us to us before the teeming millions right. get at us with our. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Both of them. Indeed. <laughs> oh yeah. Both God, of the I'm, teeming millions. We have two million fans. I'm yeah. such a creature yes. of habit. Oh my god! Such a creature of habit. Why? I am. Why? Yeah. I mean, Why? just going through the show, ignoring our oh. guests. You know. <laughs> I understand. Just going. Through I the understand shows. completely. Paul's a creature of habit. Mm-mm. Uh, Fuck yeah! I, I don't know if it's geeky, but I did finally get the shirt stuff that I mentioned on the show last <gasps> week going, and uh, it's very promising. So we're gonna have shirts available soon. I did some test runs today, and I'm very happy with what I got. Alrighty then. Yay, coming soon. Well, you guys saw the designs I did. What Still, do you think? I think that was great. I'm excited. I can't yeah, wait for my shirt. Sure. Back to the drawing board. No, it's good. It's good stuff. I actually had hoped to have yours, Michael, and yours, Kirsten, today. He was but, working uh, hard. Really? He was trying. I, I, I literally have been working on it all day and most of yesterday. By the time That's you start getting orders in, you'll be a pro. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's getting used to the system. The system's not... Uh, it's not hard, but it's just a matter of getting used to all the various things that the different equipment does. So. Did you make this one here? Or? I did not make this one. Or, I mean, um, this one we actually had printed for us uh, a while back. Barry had those done uh, before we went to Comic-Con, what, four years ago? Something like that. This yeah. is when and they it, were, you know, important. Yeah. Well, it's this, this was, uh, they were 20 bucks a pop We've plus shipping. We've always been important. And... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, that that's yeah. what it cost us. The new shirts will actually be uh, when uh, less. less. When just yeah. Mike and I came on board, we brought down property values and <laughs> the shirts. Yeah. And just, it's like shirts. Uh, mm. uh. Well, if Michaels is having a sale, we'll buy some t-shirts. <laughs> oh, oh, we just oh, yeah, yeah, we went to Kohl's and bought a bunch of Cookie Monster print tees and just <laughs> did a little bit of sketch around them, made it look like jelly. C is for cunt. I could charge you guys for all of the, the actual work I've been doing, and then the shirts will cost you like a hundred bucks a pop. Sharp as so. I'm going no. crazy. Oh my gosh, you value yourself so highly. <laughs> you have no idea how many hours I've put. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. When okay. I said I worked I think... almost all day on this and most of yesterday, that was not an exaggeration. I think we you... got to break out the M and M's for Mike. He's. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll <laughs> Two days of salad and you are a. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. Stop to... that shit. <laughs> the salad of sadness. Deficient yeah. over there, are you? No, I mean I I keep a balanced meal. I'm just cutting down on my my. Proportions and portion size. Yes, yep, thank you. You know what? I did that when I was unemployed, and I gained forty pounds. So. Well, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> you gotta move. 
I oh. Was, <laughs> I was going to enter. I wasn't running as much as did I you say did you were now. going to in and out now <laughs> i walked in and out Dude, every day protein style i couldn't afford no buns oh. no buns luxury that's what i say you've been there paul you know you can't afford fast food while right? i was while yeah, i was unemployed yeah. all i could do was in and out which means blowjobs in the back alleys <laughs> the old in and out that's how i made my money Paul there with an in and out shirt yeah. protein Why style you would you like it animal style would you like it protein style would you like it just with lettuce? No buns. No okay. buns. Thank you. Oh God, they could use a rest. <laughs> They're caked in filth. I don't have their. No, no. I don't have their secret member. Their secret menu memorized enough to make their jokes. secret member. Their secret member. Secret member. <laughs> Paul's secret member. My secret. Me- I have my secret member memorized. <laughs> he knows it by touch. Yep. Yep. It's well. It's because of all the naughty nastiness all over it. It's like reading a horrible braille novel written by a madman. <laughs> A madman <laughs> named Paul Mattingly. Yeah. <laughs> that was for the oh my God, that is just so. That's like the strangest Lovecraftian <laughs> pornography, right there. It's just. Yep. Are, done that. Are you the mad Arab game, Torgo? Crafted the. <laughs> I had a blind deaf chick reading my cock Dildo in Braille. Take a, a off. Take a drink. <laughs> oh man. Well, Dear Lord. Uh, if you hadn't guessed, I am uh, being fueled by sweet tea. No, Lordy. So it's going to be one of those episodes. It always, it, I always find it strange. Really, every episode you're chugging a rock star, and that doesn't bring up the funny. Not the, like the sweet, the, level, tea the sweet tea does. Sweet tea does. Because sweet tea is insane. Less, has less sugar and less. The rock star has far less sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is nothing but sugar, and they had just brewed it. And I asked for no ice, so it's like warm. Oh, it's, like, it's like drinking warm? the sweet pee wow. of an angel. <laughs> sweet pee of an angel? I don't know. Oh, I don't want to know about you drinking angel pee. No. I've just told you about it. <laughs> this really, is what it's like. A little late, Jeff. A little late. In lurid detail. <laughs> well, man. Close enough. Well, my geeky thing is uh, right now I'm just kind of questioning my DMing skills. I just feel, I feel like I'm in a rut. Are you just not so. killing off enough people? Or? Well, yeah, we haven't had any new deaths <laughs> since Andy's character, and uh, I feel I'm in a rut. You're just fighting thugs, and I'm like, I went over some blogs, and I was like, damn it, I need this, and I need this, and there's this idea, and so I'm trying to shake myself out of that. So I'm enjoying should, it. I think we should take Lewis's phone away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, Lewis, was, that was Barry's I'm thing. I'm talking to you. I mean, you know what's really funny though? I had it planned out yesterday. We would have we would have done perfect if Lewis hadn't had to gone. We're about to begin playing, and the one guy who is right key to this opening scene of the session gets a business phone call. I gotta go down the street. There's a problem with the blah blah blah. I won't mention what his job is or anything. And he had to just like up oh, and go off. I on, wouldn't go on down there call. and knock dicks out of his mouth. And it was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and it was and it was funny because he was just long enough that if he hadn't a gone. Wait, he was just long enough. I can totally Year? see the yeah. gears working in Paul's head right now. <laughs> Paul, he like, got to let a few of them drop, but yeah, it was there. <laughs> Yeah, had a few of them long, drop. Yeah. Uh, oh, balls drop. But we actually yesterday would have that fight that you guys left off in the middle of would have probably ended right about ten twenty. 
So I did. So you had it right there. My pacing. I did have the. That mean that means that you also gave enough time for our just spouting bullshit and politics. Yes, I did. Yeah. And we we actually played a lot more. We do talk politics. It's 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 real world politics. Real world politics. Yeah. Pointless. Not even in game politics. Absolutely pointless. No. As sports. Oh, okay. And it's really funny because this time around too, Paulette was goading. Yeah. It's four people who agree with each other. One person just trolling it. For reals? Yeah, for reals. Paulette, oh, yeah. yo, is awesome. The same, she, person she, who, she, the same person who waits until the battle is almost over and starts looting the bodies before I doesn't get to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she's worse than uh, than Deb. Deb's ah. character was at least angry at the prisoners she slaughtered helplessly. Yeah, this is just gleeful. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, oh, you're a prisoner? <laughs> the gleeful slaughter of innocence. Oh, my goodness. Well, I was in Burbank all weekend, gentlemen. What? Burbank. What were for you in Burbank for? Monster Palooza. Oh yeah, Monster how'd that Palooza. go? It was a great. Uh, Monster Palooza is a a celebration of monsters, especially monster effects in Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, going back to the old Universal buddies all the way up. Great. Uh, it's at the Burbank. Uh, Burbank. Radisson. <laughs> Marriott. Very Marriott. close. Marriott. You and I know uh, Marriott hotels very well. Wait, are we go to Radisson for ours? For for PowerCon, yeah, for PowerCon, PowerCon was a, a four seasons something. I don't know. What no, it was. Not I four think it was seasons. a Marriott. It was a Marriott type yeah. thing. Wait, wait, Does Marriott this sound familiar, Todd? What's that? Sorry, Here, see if this sounds familiar to you. This is your morning wake up call from the Huntsville Marriott. Oh, have a Jesus. great day, man. If I had my Marriott's card back then, I have so many points. All right, but no, it's a great con. I mean, it's outgrowing its location that's it's getting so popular they're going to start doing it every six months instead of once a year wow do uh, Monster Palooza and Son of Monster Palooza Son of Monster Palooza yeah. cute basically everybody that was ever on the TV show Face Off was there you know wandering around all the judges uh, Monster Man and his ilk are all there mm-hmm. uh, Rat Fink <clears throat> Rat Fink was he there I did see he might have been there's some people doing his art and some mask interpretations of his work Okay, that's and all that. Who's the guy? Koontz. Uh, don't know Coop. this one. Coop. Don't know this one. He does like the devil ladies and the devil. Oh, I didn't see any of his stuff, stuff represented. How no. about Rob Zombie? Uh, no, didn't see any Rob Zombie there. Hmm. It's sounding like it's a good thing Paul didn't go. Yeah. He'd have been really disappointed. That was great. Now, <laughs> I, I know just... who I wanted to see there. <laughs> hey, Herman. Oh, no. Say, did you stop by my autograph table and get an autograph? Eddie Munster was there. It's only $5. Fuck that kid. He's an upstart little son of a bitch. I told that motherfucker to get off of my trailer. Hyman, if you can't control your offspring, I'm going to bite him in the neck. I'm a vampire after all. Wasn't the kid God a vampire too? Huh? He's a, kid of no. vampire. He's a fucking a werewolf. werewolf. He's a lycanthrope, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Wow, I guess it has been wow. 20 years. Aggressive words they've been using the word lycanthrope. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Hyman. But it was great. A reunion cast of uh, Fright Night, 1984 version. So nice. everybody was a part of that. Uh, a lot of directors Joe Dante, Donner. Um, they were there? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Roddy McDowell wasn't there. No, he was not there. <laughs> that he was hear it. He, yeah, thank you. <laughs> was Roddy Roddy Piper there? So what do you think, Roddy? No, but he would have been well welcome. Yeah, absolutely. I was in an elevator with him once. Awesome. He almost stepped on my kid. Whoa. <laughs> on, on purpose. And then he went, woo! <laughs> that would have rocked if he did. But I want to throw a shout out. A shout out to two... 
find people at uh, Scarecrow1138. That is a uh, little uh, effect shop out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. They do incredible work, uh, prop stuff, resin. They have an incredible, incredible uh, Clash of the Titans uh, Calibus bust. Ah. And... Their stuff's not that expensive, and I'm definitely going to buy that. Mm. They're working on this 14-foot Hydra currently nice. that they're going to bring to the future shows. From Clash of the Titans? Um, no, actually more based on Harryhausen stuff. They're okay. big Harryhausen fans. Mm. So that, you're saying from Jason and Yargana. Yeah. There are actually are cool things in Fort Wayne, Indiana? Now? Yeah, now there is with not, these not people there. Not when you there. live there in that area. <laughs> so look them up on Google. Scarecrow1138. Really cool people. Brian, nice meeting you. Had a great time. Cool. But, uh, but yeah, Monster Palooza. If you ever find yourself in the Burbank area Burbank. during that time, go! It's cheap. 20 bucks to get a day. Good deal. I played a lot of video games. I bought a bunch of new ones. Been having fun. Played Fez. It's awesome. Fez uh, is good? Yep. Shadows of the Damned. Good game. I'm really enjoying that one. It's ridiculous. Very fun. Uh, what other game did I get? A couple others. I can't remember now. <laughs> What the fuck? Hey, Paul. Uh, yeah. It's a story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 teamwork. I love wow. it. Very, I love it. Very Rob, back from the dead. <laughs> yep. That's about it. I thought I had some Holy geeky shit. story. I'll have to think about it later. I don't know if I did. If I damn. Time, but yeah, I've been playing games. Good damn. Getting a little bit of game time in. Good. Oh, I you bought learned. A, you were just a good thing. I bought game a crap time. ton of uh, He-Man figures. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. When a crap ton means what? Four? Six. Six, okay. Six but they're they're actually gifts. I'll spoil it now. I got uh, one for all four of you. Oh, what? Fuck yes. Oh, what? Yeah. This wow. month, uh, the Four Horsemen actually uh, revealed and got, got their own design in. So this is the first oh. brand new character designed by the Four Horsemen, who you met. Okay, that's at impressive. The, at the they do great con. work. Yes, <clears throat> and you will love this fucking figure. So... Uh, yeah, I so bought four of the same I'm, figure. Yes. Okay. Well, I bought six of the same figure. Oh, because okay. I got two for myself and one for each of these guys. Oh. And then oh, Thunder Punch, yeah, Thunder Punch, He Man is coming in too. Uh, but yeah, that's my. Uh, so bend over, kids. Er, hey, no, <laughs> Thunder Punch. Is that like he knew better like than to buy one for Barry? Because Barry would be like, yeah, Barry, what, yeah, what the fuck is this, no. Paul? Show this up your ass. But you guys will like it. They're really cool. He Man figure. They're they're it's a really cool figure. So well, all right. Yeah, you guys will dig it. All right now, now Paul. There's one other thing I want to bring up with Monster Palooza. Yes. Uh, you you sometimes do this face where your eyes get really big, your mouth goes down real low. Uh-huh. And, and just give me that face real quick if you could. That's it. That's the face I'm looking for. All right. Uh, gentlemen, uh, this was an actual <laughs> full-on figure, uh, a full-size head at Monster Palooza. A lot of people demonstrating their work, various makeup schools and so on. Wow. And... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put this online oh, for yeah, this. So to you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see this picture when you. Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> Holy uh, shit! It wait, is wait, me. Let's, let's get a picture of him doing the face. When I yeah, told, when to I told the guy who designed side. it, I was like, "That looks like my co-host and friend." Uh, he was like, "I'm sorry." No, is it? Yeah, it does. No, you say, "Oh yeah." So. <laughs> It's it's so damn depressive. So yeah, basically it's it's Paul's face stretched out with a spray can top on the top with a snake and a monkey coming out the side, and nailed nailed it. Really, I don't know how they. That is freaky. Yeah, I was so impressed when I saw it. It's not far off. 
Yeah, he's got a monkey face coming out here. Snake thing. Spray can. <laughs> did, that, did that scare the guy monkey when you told him? Yeah, he did. I was he's like, like, what? Yeah. That's what my friend looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it does look a bit like me. It does. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are similarities. Yeah. There? It's kind of funked up. I mean, I don't look I don't look like that. No. But no. I but I but, but I have you can elements. If you want to. Oh, I do yeah. and I have elements of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there's my, there's my just big enough, mouth. Enough pieces. Yep. In place. <laughs> so this thought I'd share. And of course I'll share it with you, fine listeners, uh, when I when I post up. Yeah, this look episode. at that online. Holy crap. Yeah. That's they do such good work there. My doppelgangbanger. Their shit. So impressive. So so impressive. So impressive. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we begin, we got a comment I want to share. Okay. Comments. Uh, we we talked about uh, what was going on with uh, Arizona and the laws, how they want to uh, censor the internet oh, and make yeah. it oh. and make it illegal. Uh-oh. And Governor in, Brewer's not shaking her finger in our face, is she? Yeah. yeah putting putting you in jail for uh, for up to ten years, or is it three years? But a three hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. Yeah. If, you, if you, someone finds you offensive, yeah. Yeah. no matter where you're from. That's more oh, than God damn. Well, Ryan wrote in in response. He's from Arizona. And oh. so, uh, so he he gave us a little a little update. Uh, great episode, guys. But as a fan from Arizona, I need to set things right. You guys hit on, hit it on the head when you said it was a bunch of senior citizen transplants that are making these horrible decisions. Our expletive governor, yeah, he wrote expletive, which is cute. Nice. All right. Uh, governor is from California, and our half-wit sheriff, our Paggio, I think his name is, Arpaio. is from uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. Many of the people that vote in our elections don't even live here year-round, but Snowbird here in November just in time for elections. Look at that. Uh, Paul is right. <clears throat> Us native Arizonans, uh, Arizonans uh, products of baby boom generation will eventually take our state back, and the blowhard transplants that are mucking up our local government will die from old age. Rest assured that we will fight our local government on behalf of all states affected until the power makes its way into the hands of true Arizonians. We love you guys in Arizona, and like a cupcake ATM, we will always be open for you and your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Long live Geek Shock, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. One single comment, redeeming the state of Arizona. How do you like that? That That's nice. Hey, there's... caught the line in there that actually said that Paul is right about something. (laughs) Yeah. I'm right about a lot of stuff, guys. (laughs) It's not not good to know, but it's true. Positive that you're not. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. But that's wow. cool. Thanks, Ryan. Nicely done. Um, yeah. Well, oh well. No, there's good people everywhere. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, it's, it's just, just there are some especially good people in horrible places. You have to be especially good to live in a horrible place. <laughs> sometimes it's a resilience you know? without a killing your yeah, soul. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting uh, factoid about Brewer and Arpaio. Arpaio. That's how I say. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up ten miles away from Springfield. <clears throat> well, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fact check went in. Yeah. yeah. Don't fuck up around Andy. He'll put you in a tent city and. You know, saying Springfield's weird, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Here we go. Hold on to your pants, gentlemen. Boy. Right. boy. Uh, Wizard World Inc. has joined with Mike the Situation Sorrentino <laughs> oh, God. of MTV's The Jersey Shore oh. fame to create a series of superhero comics with his family. <laughs> You know, I was done with this story as soon as you said the situation. I definitely don't give a shit about it. (laughs) The superhero in question will be based on the situation. The stories will include his brothers Mark and Frank, sister Melissa, and mother Linda. It's like a partridge family gone to hell. Whether they will all be one big super team, we do not know. 
We also don't know who will be writing or drawing the comics, but Wizard assures us it won't be the situation himself. They write, <laughs> quote, The series of comic books based on the stories by Mike, the situation Sorrentino, and his family will be written and drawn by some of the comic books industry's leading <laughs> artists and writers. I'm sure they are lining up. Sounds like, wor- <laughs> sounds like the worst freelance gig ever. <laughs> In addition... You got my face wrong! <laughs> oh, God, it's so easy. Yo, bro, Dude, what's going on? You got your face wrong. Well, bingo. <laughs> In addition, the Sorrentino family members will be making appearances at several Wizard World conventions to promote their characters and greet the fans in attendance, unquote. Here's what the situation himself had to say, quote, MPS Entertainment, blah, 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 blah. No. He said, uh, actually written out that way. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> MPS Entertainment and I are thrilled and excited about our new business relationship with Wizard World. I grew up reading comic books, and now I get a chance to star in my own. I can't wait for everyone to see what we are working on. Uh. God damn it, geek shock needs a comic book before the Situations family <laughs> the does. Situations got a comic book. That's you, get, you get like five writers in the room Painful. and no comic artists. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah. Andy is yeah. Yeah. I believe the situation. Oh, snap! Now he'll never do art for us. <laughs> Good job, Jeff! <laughs> I'm, I'm proud to say that I have no idea what the situation looks like. That's all right. That's all right. You're not missing much. I, and I believe he is still the member of that TV show making the most money at seven, made like seven point two million dollars last year in endorsement deals. Oh Christ! Well, why? Well, you know why what? Why are people giving these people money? These comics are going to be very valuable because they're difficult to maintain. You put them in a in a, in a poly bag, and you end up still with a lot of grease stains on the backer board. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Kiss comic printed in real Kiss blood. That's it. They were going to try and do that, but there was far too many diseases. Oh, my Lord. Really? see the FDA The the first press that got eaten up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The pages just eroded from the the myriad of disease-filled molecules and microbes. After a month in the bag, just about an inch of spray tan soaked into the bottom of the bag. Have you, did you you ever see his appearance on the, uh, what was it, the Trump roast? Uh, no. Yes, yes, I Holy did. Holy crap! Talk about oh. bombing! Oh my word! That was that was impressive to watch. That just showing that he had no skill whatsoever. He's not bombing. an actor. He's, he's not in anything. He's not in anything. He just he's he's a guy who knows how to do crunches. You know, he didn't, that's he didn't, it. He didn't even get courtesy laughs. I mean, the the people hate them. It's yes. so impressive. There that's are, why they're successful because yes. people love to hate them. Exactly. There is a. They are. They are a very oh, divisive. They are the, and yeah, they yeah. are the modern dunk tank. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. let's face you, it, you want to throw the balls at them and make them fall in the water. And let's face it, so many of those endorsements are not them embracing who he is as a real person. They're basically just making fun of who he is on the yeah, show. Yeah, it's all goofball, so, crazy. Yeah. It's all caricature, silliness. Fuck it. Good for them. Make some money. Well, there is that news you don't give a shit about. Sony Pictures is developing a live-action film where Sabrina the Teenage Witch will get a Spider-Man-like origin story and use her powers like a superhero. <laughs> that caught Paul off guard. <laughs> so she was bit by a witch? Yeah, bit by a radioactive witch? witch. <laughs> what the fuck is this? This is so stupid. That's awesome. Maybe it was a, maybe a vegan that got irradiated. Yeah, I oh, think there was a Wiccan. A Wiccan a irradiated. Vegan, an irradiated <laughs> vegan bitter. What? <laughs> Suddenly, I don't want meat. <laughs> Ever. 
<laughs> there was a point in time where they put the Archie characters in superhero costume. There were Archie superheroes at some point. Oh, I do remember me. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was no, it do. was horrible. It was. The, see, but see, if they did it right, it could be so fucking sexy. Now, Deadline writes, the precocious teen witch... <laughs> they just gotta do it right! ...who originated in the 60s, Archie's comics is being recast as a superhero. The live-action film will be an origin story in the vein of Spider-Man about... Again! About, Again with Spider-Man! <laughs> ...about a young girl coming to terms with her remarkable powers. <laughs> I have a vagina and can make boys feel terrible! <laughs> Describe <laughs> Andrew Bauer and Gabriel Ferrari. Uh, they wrote Die in a Gunfight for MRC. He also builds a damn fine car. We'll write the scripts and Real Steel producers Don Murphy and Sarah are producers. Boo! What the hell Didn't they take that? away their producer's card? <laughs> you wish. I did too. Mark Waters, who worked on the presentation that Sony Pictures sparked to, might be directing, depending on scheduling. While the tone of the movie will be edgier. What will it be? What will the Dark and be? gritty Sabrina. Exactly. Exactly. Her name's but, just Brina. They are, they are Brina. <laughs> Brina the TW. Ooh. <laughs> Or, or BTW. <laughs> BTW, the movie. Wouldn't it be BTTW? Nope. Brina, It'd just be BTW. Because that sells. Brina DeWitch. Brina Da Teenage. BDW. Brina DeWitch. DeWitch. That one. What? Yeah. <laughs> Who? The witch. I'm axing. That one. What? Yeah. Third base. Which? That one. The witch. You saw. Who? Her. Yeah. The witch. Mm-hmm. What? That's what I said. Wait. Who? The witch. Which I'm axing. Who? The what? witch. <laughs> You waiting to say third base again? <laughs> wow. Yeah, really. Andy, you're fucking up the routine. <laughs> <laughs> While the tone of the movie will be edgier, they're keeping her talking black, black cat talking, Salem. They're keeping her talking black. See? I already knew it. <laughs> Oh, have a drink, folks. So, okay. so Sabrina the Teenage Witch is still going to have her black cat. Salem. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I got to fight it. <laughs> now, it's, now voiced by Samuel Jackson. Who here, <laughs> who here is transformed, who is a transformed prince oh. creating a unique love story for Sabrina. Gross! Wait. Gross. Ooh. She's cat a sex. cat Pussy. <laughs> yeah. Sabrina the teenage cat fucking witch. <laughs> That's edgy. That changes the acronym. Once you go black cat, you never go back. Once you go black cat, you never go back. <laughs> what? Why the fuck are they even which using bitch? Sabrina? Get over here. At this point, it's so different. They don't even need it. Well, Deadline explained, adding that the studio is looking to discover an actress for the lead role rather than the casting someone famous. And paying them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rather than well, since the success of Kristen, I'm a goddamn robot, Stuart. We found out that we don't need actresses in our films. We can just put faces up there that kind of look at the camera once in a while. She is horrible. Isn't yeah, she? I mean, like, goddamn, terrible. Yep, she's the terrible. worst. 
She's the worst, the worst, the worst, the worst. There was some movie I was flipping through the channels the other day that had James Gandolfini, who's an awesome actor, and yep. and it was like somebody that's a really fine actor acting next to a statue. Like the scenes with the two of them together, I'm like, he's awesome and she's a fucking piece of rock. It was just it was it was boggling my mind. I'm like, how did this film get made? I'll give her credit. In that she is smart, she's a pretty good writer, and she knows what she's doing business-wise, or she's got people to do. How mm-hmm. is she a writer? She wrote that 13 movie way back in the day. That's her big claim to fame. What? Yeah, that's her movie. Hmm. Isn't that? I don't know anything about that. I, I never heard of that movie. So. Fact no, check, Andy? Fact check. I, is it a different girl? I tell you I've never heard of this. <laughs> you're, you're, Evan Wait, Rachel Wood was in 13, and it's the other girl who actually participated. Wasn't that her? In writing. No, it was not. Oh, well, then fuck Kristen Stewart forever. <laughs> 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 then she has no redeemable so, no, qualities. She's actually built up this defense that I had no yeah, basic I really reality. thought, I really thought I, every time I watched it, I'd be like, well, she did write that movie. When <laughs> well, she at least young. she cured cancer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she did stop the AIDS. Man. <laughs> Give her a little, little credit where credit's due. Man. Well, boy, oh boy, you're awful then, Kristen Stewart. You're just the awfulest. Yep, nothing uh, nothing in here. Oh, about, gross, uh, gross. You're like waffles when you run out of syrup. No, you just don't give a shit about <laughs> Which? Yeah, what? That's the one right. I'm talking about. <laughs> Unsweetened cake, is that what you're getting at? Uh, premium edition bundles often include statues or plastic weaponry. They're a way for the fans to feel closer to the game and a way for publishers to milk extra money from said fans with the bundle. Talk about video games. Uh, Yes. Uh, Capcom is going to milk a lot of it. The upcoming premium edition for survival horror game Resident Evil 6 comes with a copy of the game, four different RE6 branded tablet covers, a Chris version, Leon version, Jake version, and a secret version. And a Leon leather jacket. An actual replica of Leon's in-game duds. The jacket comes in small, medium, large, and extra large. The price for this limited edition bundle, a cool $1,293. That's a Japan-only bundle, though. Uh, It's it's available to anybody. Oh, well, but it's Japanese. You have to get it through Capcom's online site, but the good news, free shipping. There you go. <laughs> you would think, you know, thousand okay. plus dollars. While you guys are on your internets, look up the, the oh, image fuck. for Resident Evil 6. Have you seen it? Yes. I yes, I up? have. The, Resident Evil 6. The giraffe? Yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil 6 image. There's a zombie giraffe? Yeah. Basically, it's this very art, artistically done 6 to look all decrepit and weird, you know, because everything's all macabre. <laughs> So it's this, but when you look at this six, right, it looks like a giraffe getting head. Yes, it does. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen in your life. And once you see the giraffe getting blown by somebody, you're just like, that's a giraffe getting a getting a, a blowjob. It, it cannot be unseen. It cannot be unseen. That's true. I, I was at this GameStop. It's and, and I just I just seen this thing and uh, and and the guys were asking me if I'd pre-ordered Resident Evil Six yet. I was like, <laughs> No. Did you know that there's there's a very secret image going on there? I don't agree with bestiality. And, uh, and so I I pointed it out to them very subtly, and the guy was like, Why did you make me see that? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Is it just a picture? My job is to see. Yeah. Say, put type in Resident Evil Six I giraffe. Did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just giraffe? it's just the number. Yeah. Type in giraffe, and then it'll it'll just show you the. You know what? 
the yeah. emblem. Yeah. It's a six. It's like the, when the you just pull up that Chris one. Angels pull up believe any, any of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 The first billboards are put out for that. Chris Angel's head had stuff around it. It was blocking off a lot, of, and it's basically this giant fleshy. It, it looked it, like a, yeah, a wiener. Absolutely. Jeff saw it. So I don't have to he say sees it. Somebody Jeff did an animated it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. You can see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and once you see, see it, like you can't side unsee by side. it. Yeah. That's really, that really that good, something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally there. Um, it's totally there. Wow. Don't look at the don't look at the, the, the cartoon Holy crap. First. Yeah, yeah, I can see it without yeah, looking at the cartoon. You don't need the cartoon. That's just... It's a really I funny image. Kind of the cartoon is for more for clarification. Right. It doesn't even In case you couldn't uh, see actually, it already. In the, in the cartoon, it looks a little more like Jar Jar Binks getting head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. oh, now you just... Oh, Andy. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't unsee that. <laughs> Misa's so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an angel? Yay, Andy, yay. <laughs> <laughs> shut, up, <laughs> shut up and let me enjoy <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> Stay quiet. Stay quiet. Let me enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) News you don't give a shit about. So wrong. Oh my god. Okay, I'm I'm banishing this. This. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the story new. You don't give a shit about until we learn more. So, currently, oh. the there's the Haunted Mansion reboot, yes. a Jungle Cruise movie, Matterhorn movie, and Magic <laughs> Kingdom Park feature films. They're all in the works. Now you can add another iconic Disneyland ride to the list. According to Deadline, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride will be adapted for the big screen and is set to be directed by commercial and music video director Pete Candeland. Well, that was a movie already. Candyland? It's called The Wind Candy in the Willows. Yeah, yeah. basically. Oh, the Wind <clears throat> in That's the nice. Willows. That's a Tron Legacy producer, Justin Springer, will produce. And now the studio is looking for a writer to draft the plot into a film. No stars are attached to appear at this time. No kidding. It's got to be animation. How are you going to do a live action Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Don't know. Don't know. But if things progress quickly, that could change in a matter of weeks. Foam rubber uh, the ride is based on Disney's adaptation of Kenneth Graham's The Wind of the Willows. Look like a bunch of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Children's Alien. novel tells the story of four animal characters in the pastoral version of England <clears throat> that is noted for evoking mysticism, adventure, morality, and camaraderie. Uh, Candleland is best known for directing music videos for The Gorillas and has worked with Paul McCartney to create cinematic openings to the Beatles rock band for harmonics. Oh, fuck. That'll be awesome. <laughs> So that'll so be awesome. So there's some good visuals behind this guy. Good God, those are the best visuals in a video game ever. Almost, they're amazing. So that, I'm just keeping it in the side. It'll thing. be fine. <clears throat> it'll be fine. Yeah. Good. So it's going to be animated. See, you know, you can't listen to the podcast. I would. This is going to go right by people because they, they can't tell that you're being completely serious here. You're, <laughs> oh, you think you're serious? You think like, this? Yeah. I, I didn't. I wasn't looking at you at first when you were saying. It. I thought you were you were full on snark, and I looked over. And oh no! Like, oh, he's got a serious face on. Oh no! I'm. I'm. Con- this is going to be good. This, okay? Yeah, I am. Maybe we need a tone. Or How yeah, funny! Yeah, a tone. The, <laughs> tone. Paul is oh. now speaking. Sorry for your ears, now. Folks. Now speaking <laughs> facetiously. Dude. <laughs> now Paul is speaking in normal. Word. No, 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 that is facetiously. <laughs> Normal word. News you don't give a shit about. It's being reported that DreamWorks is in negotiations to acquire Need for Speed, a movie based on the hit electronic arts racing game series being developed by brothers John Gattens and George Gattens. 
George is writing the first draft of the screenplay for the movie. The movie is likely in hopes of capitalizing and possibly competing with the success of Universal's Fast and the Furious franchise. So, <laughs> yeah, good luck competing with that. So, you have Need for Speed. Which I have is, the need. Which, which is not the need a, for speed. Thank you for that because we all needed it. <laughs> the uh, I'm a meth addict, is what I'm saying. <laughs> sweet tea is not <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> It's Need for Speed, uh, usually a pretty shitty story, goes along with that There's game. no story. Yeah. A car is going fast. Yeah. Other cars are trying to go faster. They did the run, which was Need for Speed. Oh, thank you. And Dragon's Lair put together. Curtain. Dragon's Lair. Yeah, it was all in between the racing. Oh, with the, you with had the cut, jumping and running you, shit? You, yeah, you had cut scenes that, was that were all, all quick timey. All quick oh, time Every yeah. single one of them. So. That last one was garbage, I heard. So why buy this license? It's not like it's known for its story that or the Need for Speed name is going to it's bring people the to work, the theater. Yes, it will. You think so? Yeah, just the name Need for Speed. They're buying the name Need for Speed. It's like Sabrina. So they, they <laughs> yes. want to call their movie Need for Speed. Yeah. And then the, who owns that? They do. Well, so. yeah, then they can start making T-shirts that say Need for Speed and, you know, baby jumpers that say I've got a Need for Speed. I think you're right with the shit. meth thing. I think that's where it's going to take. It off. might meet Need for Speed. <laughs> Breaking well, Bad. Yeah. I have the need, the need for Mr. White. Hmm. And that's it for the news. Don't give a shit about. Oh, wait, right. wait, Michael, you have. Well, something. I was just gonna say, Fast and Furious did well, and they're sitting there going, "We want to make a Fast and Furious, but we can't make Fast and Furious. Let's find another product that already has this kind of thing going on." And boom, there you go. And they happen to be watching Top Gun at the time. And when exactly. He says, <laughs> I feel the need for speed. They're yep. like, "Holy, we fuck. should call that a movie. That's a perfect movie title." Oh, shit. Who owns that? Who owns uh, that? Yeah. Let's find. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great idea. Who owns it? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great story. That's exactly it. What a beautiful idea, Mike. Who owns it? Yeah. <laughs> Fast and Furious is pretty homoerotic, but I bet we can do better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about Need for Speed? And they can all be wearing Speedos. Oh, it's money in the bank. <laughs> money in the bank. It's a volleyball scene. You know, set to a Kenny Loggins. No volleyball. They're actually smacking each other's testicles. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to it. That's a version of volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a whole half an hour of testicle smacking. <laughs> I've got the need for speed. Me too. Schwack. Oh, <laughs> my testicles. <laughs> actually, it's more yeah, tetherball exactly. than I think of it. Huh? It's more tetherball than I think of it. <laughs> it, is, it is definitely more like te- it has more in common with its cousin Tetherball. That's ball. a great idea. Swagger, swagger, Tetherball is a great idea for a movie. I wonder who else. Hey, it. let's do this while we're... <laughs> let's do this while we're in a car. Okay. Smack. Whoa! Oh, I've got the need for speed all over me. Let's go to Tokyo and drift. Oh, oh. Get your need for speed all, all, all on my mouth. <laughs> Oh, way to class it up, Paul. <laughs> I've got the need for your seed. Oh! The need for seed. That'll be the sequel. Yeah, the uh. need for seed. Indeed. That'll be the threequel. <laughs> That's a great idea. Who owns that? The need for seed, indeed. Uh, uh, Steve McQueen. What? Everyone needs a need. Everyone needs... <laughs> The need for seed, I don't want to bleed. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, think, I think you're working on rap song lyrics wow. now. That's, that'll be where the franchise jumps the shark. Yeah. <laughs> the need for seed, 
<laughs> uh, uh, finding bitches on feed. So please it's a cross. Quit. It's I a, plead. It's a Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Star Wars crossover. Star Wars <laughs> Weekend geek. Yay! Oh, I'm too tired. <laughs> oh no, you're not. <laughs> the witch. You will stay up for this. <laughs> All right, AMC. AMC will develop Robert Kirkman's newest comic title, Thief of Thieves, as a new series. Thief of Thieves. Thief Need of thieves. for Speed. <laughs> Which I wonder who owns that idea. Which Image Need Comics just thief. began running this last February is focused on a man named Conrad Paulson. His name. His was, name is yeah. Conrad Paulson. His name is Conrad Paulson. By day, he is a regular dude who lives a double life as a master thief named Redmond. Yeah, regular dude. In a apparent <laughs> act of guilt, Paulson goes all Robin Hood karma on everyone and will only steal what has already been stolen. Meanwhile, his estranged wife has grown uh, from his uh, grown son and ex-wife, all the while trying to stay one step ahead from the FBI. So. Mm. So he's trying to steal back her heart. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, soundboard. I want <laughs> All I need are crickets and a freaking rim shot. That's all I need. Yuck, what are you doing? <laughs> Just be quiet and let me enjoy this. It's like a terrible... Terrible fishing trip. Be quiet. Let me enjoy this. Be quiet. Let me, let me enjoy these crickets in my rim shot. Shut up. I'm at the need for seed. Crickets and a rim shot. That's, that's a fucking franchise right there. There you go. Crickets that's and a, a great rim idea, shot. Jeff. Who owns, Who owns that? that? Who owns crickets and a rim shot? We need that on the back of an ugly cow t-shirt. That could ugly actually... cow show. Crickets and a rim shot. That would be a fun name for a comedy club. <laughs> crickets and a rim shot. Like, oh what's that stupid game with the where the ping pong balls and the cups? Whoa! Beer pong? <laughs> Who are you working with? Crickets and rim shots sounds like an awful variation. As funny as I went to, I went to Bozo the Clown on that. The <laughs> <laughs> grand prize game. Not a Mandalorian bank Grand prize game. Come on, come on. Let's see if you can throw the fucking ball. Let's see if you can. Oh, you didn't do it, but that's okay. You won nothing. Go away. Ah, ah, I probably hurt people. Ah, ah, what dark secrets lie beneath my makeup? Third base. <laughs> Microsoft and 343. This suit is all oh, one shit. piece. This is a one piece suit. It comes off in a flash. Whee! <laughs> Microsoft. Give me some crickets oh, and a rim fuck. shot in here. Ah! <laughs> crickets and a rim shot. <laughs> Turtle power. All right. If somebody hasn't created a drink called crickets and a rim shot by the end of the night. There you go. Oh. Well, we Jeff, you're a mixologist. Crickets and a rim shot. Oh, what would it be? God. What would it be? I, 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 I would just create a It'd be grasshopper. That's a new name. So. <laughs> <laughs> be, you start off with a grasshopper, and then what's the rim shot? It's got 
Let's crown salt, oil in it. Or salt on the rim. On the, is that it? Yeah. Just, just salt on yeah, the rim? Salt, salt on the rim. Salt's well, awful. But <laughs> salsa on the rim? Salt. No. salt. It's got salsa it's on the rim. Salsa would be better, though. You're salsa. Right. Yeah. It's a grasshopper with salsa on the rim. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And just need one of those little, little cups you hang off the side. With so it's actually got a shot. Another yeah. little shot. Yeah. It's a, a shot with a shot, shot on it. Yeah. Side oh. shot. Cricket in a rim shot. Well, and that side shot is salsa. With maple syrup, just make it stick. Uh, oh, just the uh, thought makes me nauseous. <laughs> if we <laughs> crickets in a rim shot, crickets in a rim shot, two bits. <laughs> All right, Microsoft and Three Four Three Industries have announced that the release date for the post Bungie Halo game will be November sixth. This November 6th? This wow, November 6th, place again. Right around after, the corner. After heavy hitting sequels like Assassin's Creed 3 and Bioshock Infinite. Save your pennies. Not long enough after. I take It'll it still be a pretty good game, probably. Oh, I, I'm sure. But I haven't I'm, beat I'm, Reach yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, haloed out. Yeah. Well, Reach is boring. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's super glossy. Like, the production is awesome on it, but yeah. I think really more than anything, it's just, like, it's built for multiplayer, and if you don't like that yeah. stuff, then you're done. Really? After two, it all kind of was. <clears throat> yeah. And it is, there's just something gone from the luster of the LAN party. That's that's what it takes. Or yeah. just playing with friends, because if you're doing multiplayer with those assholes on Xbox Live, you're just fucked. Yeah. <clears throat> it's no fun. Because they're all cheating anyway. Who cares? It's the stupidest thing. Cheating on Xbox Live. What a dumb thing. <clears throat> WTF. W T F B T W. What? Which? Huh? <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Third base. Uh, I thought it was B D W. Huh? I thought it was B D W. Oh B D W. No, no, no. You're thinking B B W. That's very different. B B W. Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> no, that's just what she ate. <laughs> All the Buffalo Wild Wings, and she became a B B W. In an extensive Sunday Times interview with Neil Gaiman, covering everything from the lifestyle to his uh, storytelling roots on how he feels about writing nearly four decades into his career, Stephen King spilled a few details on his novel in progress. Novels called Joyland seem to be returned to the straight-up horror that drove his earlier career. The novel's premise, according to Gaiman, was, a, was very simple. Amusement park, serial killer. Stephen King doesn't uh, seem to be in any re real hurry to get the book done, but he does make a somewhat morbid point that even if he died before finishing it, his son and fellow novelist Joe Hill could easily finish it for him. Quote, If I got hit by a taxi cab like Margaret Mitchell, Joyland wouldn't be done, but my son Joe could finish it in a breeze, King said. His style is almost indistinguishable from mine. His ideas are better than mine. Being around Joe is like being next to a Catherine wheel throwing off sparks. All these ideas... Unquote. But if you want more King sooner rather than later, you don't have to wait for Joyland. His new Dark Tower novel, The Wind Through the Keyhole, is out the later this month. The Wind Through the Keyhole. And Dr. Sleep, AKA the sequel to The, the Shining. Queef. <laughs> yes, the Dark Tower 6, The Queef. <laughs> the, wind through the, that's the Wind Through the Keyhole. The Queef. Pew! <laughs> well, uh, interesting. You said that it's based in, a, in an amusement park? Yes. 
the amusement park I used to go to growing up in Wichita was called Joyland, and it's oh. been abandoned for several years. And oh. I, Even I more just, fun. I just Especially came across a video murders. called No Joy on Vimeo the other day, and it's somebody Ooh, it one of those some, abandoned theme park videos. Yeah. Oh, those are great. It is. It's kind of creepy because yeah. I'm like going. I'm like I I know every one of these spots that they're showing, and it 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 looks very post-apocalyptic. It's like you know, you, it's almost like if you were. Uh, in Fallout, you were walking through the desert, and you came across, you know, a, a, you know, a, a, an amusement park, and you walked through it. That's what it looks like wow. in this video. There, there's a it's bunch freaky. of abandoned free abandoned theme parks in this country. Yeah. There is. I, I was interestingly what, enough, I went on Wikipedia, and there is this giant list of worldwide abandoned theme parks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is literally like three or four pages long, mm -hmm. and just the U.S. one is like <clears throat> a page and a half. When I, when I was a kid, I was like eight or nine we stumbled across one in the woods we were driving oh, along wow. we saw <laughs> and it was like it was a fairy, it was a fairy tale one so it was like this giant pumpkin in the woods that was you know a tree that would have scared the shit out of me <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> my god yeah. we're dri driving this fairy little land road in the road. woods there's a giant you know disheveled pumpkin out there in the woods and we'd walked out and you know there was a couple pieces of was wow. obviously Bo a people falling apart yeah mm. Sure enough, a talking skeleton came out. Yeah, <laughs> ate our babies. <laughs> I started a whole new life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my family remained in that pumpkin, but I I've started. I've gone on since then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stephen King. He's he's done such remarkable stuff since he retired. <laughs> he actually has. I have to give him props because the Dome is one of the best novels ever read. It's Has anybody checked to see did he actually slow down at all after he retired, or did he keep putting out the <laughs> as many, if not more? Uh, hmm. No, no, he's he kind of actually kind of he 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 got hit and then thought about retiring, but then he was like, "I got too much to get out," and so he's just been on a productive tear. On writing is really good. It's a great yeah. book. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, it is. Let's see. On a follow-up story to what we talked about a few months ago, uh, avid Star Wars fan Jacob French donned his Stormtrooper gear for a good cause and recently trekked all oh, yeah. the way across Australia wow. to raise money for a children's charity. During his nine-month journey, Jesus. he smelled like asshole. <laughs> the worst-smelling Stormtrooper outfit ever. I don't care what it smells like. Get in there. <laughs> Oh, nice. Nice. 80s Jeff nice. decides to speak. Nice. Nice one. Achievement uh, unlocked. <laughs> and I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> Through that the is, keyhole. That is a fiberglass boot full of sweat. Through the keyhole. <laughs> During his nine-month journey, French managed to raise $89,000. And more than a few eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Although the trip took a bit longer than he had planned. Quote, I had the Stormtrooper armor in the cupboard already, so... In the cupboard. Oh, so I thought it was going to walk across the country. I wanted to give people a bit of a laugh. And one of the best ways to do how was why wearing this. The 21-year-old French uh, said, according to IOL News, knowing temperatures could be an issue on the journey, French made some modifications to his suit, adding ventilation and better joints for walking freedom. Luckily, French said folks were receptive and friendly rebels along the way provided him with free room and board. And a hose. <laughs> I, yeah, hopefully. A hose in different area codes. <laughs> uh, 
In an interview with Hollywood Reporter, co-writer of the proposed sequel to Beetlejuice, Seth Graham Smith Boo. stated that Boo. filming could actually start later this year. Boo. Wait, it'd be good if Dahlia's dead. I've heard that the, the working title right now is uh, is is Cricket in a Rim Shot. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Instead of Beetlejuice. Cricket in a Rim Shot. Cricket in a Rim Shot. <laughs> no, you have to drink the Beetlejuice with the Cricket in the Rim Shot. Well, I'll save that for later. Yeah. The Beetlejuice sequel will come after Unholy Night in my schedule, he said, referring to his alt-history horror novel he's currently adapting Unholy Night? Is that like a Oh Holy Night, but Unholy Night? Is it going to be a Jesus story? I don't know that novel. Monster Jesus? (laughs) The first opportunity to tackle that will be later this year. Uh, Rumors have been swirling about Beetlejuice 2 for a while. The current story is the original director, Tim Burton, will be involved along with the original star, Michael Keaton, which means a direct sequel and not a reboot. Cool. So. All right. Great. <clears throat> Yay. California Game Stops will now be required to include warning labels on used copies of games featuring paid day one DLC and or online passes. A class action lawsuit brought against the retail chain by a law firm, Baron and Bud, claimed GameStop misled its customers with their discounted merchandise, a move which enabled them to profit in the vein of more than $2 billion a year on used video game sales without paying any royalties to video game publishers to developers. The settlement demands that both GameStop's physical and online locations across California warn customers of any extra DLC cost on their used merchandise for the next two years. In addition, some restitution may be available to customers that purchase games expecting to get the DLC at no extra cost. Customers with records of their purchases may be entitled to a $5 check or a $10 in-store coupon. Why, why with would you, uh, $10 why checks would... and $15 coupons available to members of the Power Up Rewards Loyalty Program. And I'm sorry, you have a question? Why would you think you'd get the download? Why, why would you think you'd get the downloadable content for free? Because maybe California. it's the, like the, the one that's, the, like if you're buying a copy that's got the sticker on there that says that, you know, there's an exclusive in there that, that it's when you open it up, there's a code and then you punch that in. Right, right. Uh, that would okay. be the only thing I could think of. Yeah, that's, the, that's basically right. the stuff. Because that day one DLC, that's what it is, code, okay. code pumping. And the online pass is also code pumping, so. Okay. And then, you know, also that could probably apply to uh, games that are now required, like if it's a used game requiring you to buy a new uh, subscription. Yeah, that's the online pass, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I hate that. It's so stupid. And GameStop does. They they buy those games up for, you know, a dollar or two and they sell them for like 30 bucks and then you get it home and you're like, God damn it. I got to buy a freaking online pass now just to play the game that I already bought. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, yeah. It's yeah. GameStops. I hate their used. <clears throat> Move on, or I'll just go on forever. <laughs> uh, this is from a PR sheet. A Plastic Galaxy, the story of Star Wars toys, is a new documentary that explores the groundbreaking and breathtaking world of Star Wars toys. Through interviews with former Kenner employees, experts, authors, and collectors, the film examines the toys' history, their influence on pop culture, and the fond and fervent feelings they elicit today. Directed by Brian Stillman, the documentary will be finished and available for purchase later this year. Cool. Well, that's cool, yeah. Is Steve Sansweet working on that? I haven't heard any not, of the names attached to aside he's from not. this Brian fellow. Sounds neat. Uh, the UK website, The Guardian, is reporting that organizers for the 2012 Olympics wanted Keith Moon to play at the opening ceremony in London, where games are to be held this summer. Unbelievably, especially in this information age we live in, 
nobody in those circles knew that Moon had died of a sedative what? overdose back in 1978. <laughs> are you kidding me? Wow. Who are these people? <laughs> yeah, they've, oh. already, they've already arranged for Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend, and they were like, eh, why, why can't we get Keith Moon? Now, let's, see, uh, here's the thing. Like, let's get Keith Moon when you first started too. reading this, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are aware of uh, what happened at Coachella this weekend. Oh, with the uh, But they had a, a projection of Tupac yeah. come right. yeah, out and perform, right? It wasn't yeah, a hologram, hologram per se, they, but they're calling yeah, it a hologram. They're calling yeah, it that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, they were doing this interesting three dimensional ish looking life-size projection of of Tupac so they could totally do that with Keith Moon so you were making the assumption these people weren't idiots yeah yeah okay now I now they're dumb as hell yeah uh, in fact the the who's current manager uh, Bill Kirbishley told the Sunday Times in London that when he was approached to see if Moon would be available to perform <laughs> with the surviving members of the who uh, right in a macabre tongue first firmly pounded in cheek uh, he emailed back the organizers telling him that quote Keith Moon now resides in the Golders Green Crematorium, having lived up to the Who's ethnic uh, line, I hope I die before I get old. He also went on to note that if the organizers have a round table, some glasses, and candles, we might be able to contact him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hilarious. Man. <clears throat> Director James Cameron's a mega hit, Titanic, was released 15 years ago. But it's not done being a box office force. The movie, which would go on to win Best Picture and hold all-time domestic box office record at $600 million for a long, long time, until Cameron's Avatar came along, of course, was recently re-released in 3D and is dumping plenty more coin into the pockets of those who made it. Since being re-released, the movie has already piled on another $200 million Jesus. to its already wow. massive numbers, pushing it past the $2 billion mark worldwide. Zoinks. Good lord. Perhaps even more impressive, Titanic is now officially the biggest all-time box office opening in China's history. The movie brought in $67 million in its China opening, passing the previous all-time record holder, Transformers Dark of the Moon, at $56 million. Uh, Titanic's $200 million 3D runs, uh, run passes the 3D re-release of Lion King, which raked in $178 million worldwide. I was going to ask you if you'd seen the Titanic Super 3D thing, but yes, I you did. did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I so did. Fantastic. Yeah. That basically the, turned it over as if Michael Bay directed it along with who else? Uh, uh, George Lucas. J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams. J. J. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. 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 Oh, that nice was amalgamation of making fun yeah. of directors Funny. and their styles. Yeah, yeah. it's great oh, stuff. i got to see that. Anybody see that Star Wars 3D one with the, the kind of the literal voiceover? It's like, like oh, George yeah, yeah, Lucas yeah. ruins your childhood for a third time in 3D. Oh, no, I didn't see yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. No, great. but I did see the Star Wars ones with various uh, uh, ladies of Star Wars getting interviewed while getting basically uh, <laughs> What I wouldn't do to find that clip. <laughs> God, it's the most... I don't know where it I went. I don't know either. If Fun- I could funny. find it, I would burn it to CD or something. It's the funniest thing I've ever Play seen. Play it on holidays when family's God, over. God, it's the best. It's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. This, it's just this random clip of these poorly photoshopped, video shopped heads of Star Wars actresses onto porn ladies, and then they're getting their hoo ha's probed with lightsabers. It's the craziest shit you've ever seen. While giving straight faced interviews to people out of press junket. Yeah, yeah. It's straight. It's like straight press interviews, press junket interviews, spliced in with this. It's the it's the weirdest thing. Paul was literally losing his mind for like an hour. Oh, it was not, like an hour. He was just laughing hysterically. It is awesome. 
<laughs> it is awesome because it is it is nonsense. God, oh, I gotta find that stupid video. <laughs> if we anybody try, out there looking. knows it, we, we do. Yeah, please, we'll we'll put it out to the masses. If please. you know this video, send us a link. It's a comments it's only at like ugly a three minute video or something like that. It's very short, just dumb, it's terrible. Pervert crowdsourcing. Yeah. That's what we do best. Hey, man. All my best friends are perverts. Porn or something like well, that. I don't know the name of it. You can't. Yeah, yeah maybe it was no lightsaber. Name. Star Wars porn, something like that. But it was just. I just remember you clicked on it Whatever and you were it is, laughing hysterically for like. Thing. Thing. What, 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 what was that? E-fucked? Is that where it was? I think so. And then we're E-fucked gonna, got bought by Brazzers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All something we're going to look for it again. Whatever it is, whatever you type into your Google bar to try and find that, immediately summons the FBI. It might. It might. Ding dong. Oh, and you know, just a, just a complete random aside, while I was in Burbank, wherever I went, there was coverage in various periodicals and advertisements and everything of the Sprinkles Cupcake ATM. It was everywhere. Hilarious. That That is a well-known piece of machinery. Mm-hmm. And it's is it, is, were people joking about it? N- no. They love Nobody it. Nobody knows yeah. about yeah. the acronym except yeah. for you. Nobody, nobody but me, please. There's an industry built around that acronym. Thank you very much. But nobody connected that acronym to that acronym. You were the one. Seriously, so were you anywhere near where the actual ATM is? No, I was. I was on the other side of the hill. Otherwise, otherwise, I would have had to. I would have had to. How close were you to the ATM? (laughs) The industry is moving out here, so you're probably pretty close to it. Well, you know what? Being in Burbank, I was probably closer than I thought. (laughs) Burbank is full of (laughs) hoes. Shout out. There yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what up, Burbank Hooers? Shout out to the other ladies in uncomfortable shoes in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working at ya, Burbahooers. Oh, Hollywood way. <laughs> Original director Rodriguez, along with Miller and producer Alexander Rodjanski. Yeah, that's right. I, I murdered that. Have announced that they are ready to begin production on the sequel to Sin City which will be titled Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, through Rodriguez's Quick Draw Productions with Dimension Films handling domestic distribution. Casting will begin on the project next week, with shooting expected to happen sometime this summer. A Dame to Kill For features Dwight, played by Clive Owen in the first movie. Owen, as well as many other of the actors, are expected to return for the sequel. They've got a lot of material. Oh, yes, they they can comb. They can comb, and of course, Miller's there. He can write them more. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Don't have him right yeah, The part he where Dwight goes to Afghanistan and like uh, he hasn't written anything. Fucking yeah, up the Taliban, exactly. What right? the fuck? Yeah. Miller's out of his goddamn mind. Miho, where he Cut shoots off the ninety nine percent. Head's head. <laughs> have a drink, folks. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just True. thinking about holy terror makes me want to say, "Have a drink, folks." Oh, he's the worst. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. More power to oh, it. Oh, offended me. Ban it. Well, you know, no, exactly. It's it's oh whatever. It's yeah. so what? Be dismissive of him and move on. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. Move on. If you're the kind of person that pays attention to the monthly reports on new retail video game hardware and software sales, I am from industry tracking from firm <laughs> NPD. That's that me. sounds like me. No, I don't actually pay attention to the MPD numbers, but go ahead. Then 2012 has looked like a bloodbath. Oh, because Vita's not selling for shit. Uh, industry-wide, software sales were down 37%, oh. 24%, and 26% for the first three months of the year, respectively, uh, when compared to the same period in 2011. Because there's no good games. That's true, too. 
And hardware and accessory sales have seen a similarly massive decline so far in 2012. But the suffering is not being borne equally across the industry. The biggest hurt, of course, belongs to Nintendo. Uh, quote, everybody needs to realize that the Wii software segment is trending down 50% year over year. But it was because it has been the over the last 12 everything. months. They're, they've it's, made it's their money on that fucking yeah, product. Yeah, that, that bubble just plain burst. Yeah. Uh, that is a massive decline. There's no way you could not have a decline overall with that big of a decline in the, that portion of the software. So basically, the loss leader is Nintendo, which is bringing all those numbers down. That's what it's coming down to. Got it. While software and hardware sales are also down for PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2012, analyst Anita Fraser confirms those high-definition systems are seeing less significant declines. But even on consoles, NPD core data doesn't include significant money brought in by downloadable content. Quote, when Activision sells a year of Call of Duty, they're not really getting $60. They're getting closer to $80 when you add in the average DLC sales downstream. Uh, she adds, adding that the uh, same is probably true for major titles like Battlefield 3, Mass Effect 3, etc. Uh, it's a little comfort to Nintendo, though, which had few games with any downloadable content and fewer must-have downloadable titles on the Wii, though the Nintendo 3DS eShop is beginning to show promise. Yeah. Nintendo's still making money. They're fine. I When they get a redo of that 3DS, I will buy one when it comes yeah, it's all ready to go like with a the, year. Maybe, yeah, with the two sticks ready to go, a little bit bigger screen. I'm there. Because I've heard nothing but good things about a lot of those games. Yeah, joy. And yeah. and they also announced that uh, uh, we at Wii U uh, at E3 Wii U. will have uh, the next Mario game available for play, and Pikmin will be available. Cool. So, and that comes out later this year. And there's a new TD, 2D Mario coming out on Titty the Mario. That'd two, be good. There's a Titty Mario coming out on the 3DS, so you can actually <laughs> finally they're they're loosening up over there. 3D boobs. There is a witch hunting game on the 3DS with all about boobs and stuff. Going it's after Brina, yeah. BTW. <laughs> what? Which? Who? Yeah. Third base. <laughs> Get the third base with Brina, yo. Ah, yeah. Be careful. She put a spell on your nuts. <laughs> Nut spell. And then whack them around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a need for Thede. <laughs> Then you get to sixth base with the cat. Ejaculus Maximus. Ejaculus Maximus. Oh, I've got cat AIDS. What? That's a real thing. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's offensive, Paul. No, I'm just... He's not offended. I'm not. He's just saying it's real. Wow. I know it's Andy. I've got a, I've got a <laughs> try fact check. You know, gotta... <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you were there for us. Yeah. This, this Feline's episode. age is a Otherwise, real I would have had to tape that up and send it in. Feline AIDS is real. The threat of feline AIDS is ever present. <laughs> That's right. You could have it right now and not know it. I probably do. Yeah. <laughs> would explain a lot. Uh, I have yeah. got to start wearing a condom I'm when don't I pull manually. I don't, don't always don't. wear condoms, but, but when I do, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm violating a stally cat. I don't always wear a condom, but when I do, but when I do, I it's never as pleasurable. <laughs> so I don't. Just don't put your penis in the green cat. Oh, Are you using one of the, the old ancient cat skin condoms? Ah! Oh. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which in my historical. case is a whole cat. I, did. I went historical on your ass. <laughs> my so version of the cat skin. I put a whole cat on my you. cock, and then I fuck a lady with a cat. <laughs> That's my cat skin condom. And that is unpleasant for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Paul just sits there. What are you be crying quiet so for? Can... Imagine how I feel. Just be quiet so nobody can enjoy it. <laughs> that, that's the move I call the kill shelter. <laughs> You put a whole cat on your cock and fuck a lady with a live cat on your wiener. That's the kill shelter. (laughs) The Ugly Couch Show. Nobody's enjoying this. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, damn. I think Paul just cut loose with his cat sex laugh. (laughs) That's what it sounds like when it happens, too. There's got to be one or two cats and a couple of ladies that would like the kill shelter. The kill shelter or the kill shot? Is that the I kill think? shelter. Okay. So what do you fuck while wearing a cat? Write to us. At OnlyCouchShow.com. Yes, Andy. Can I, can I, can I uh, yes. plug something? Plug. Yeah. Plug away. I, I Is it a lady with a cat? Really? Don't intrude on Paul's uh, territory. Be, before you plug, just realize the amount of audience that we've lost at this I know, point. I know. Right. <laughs> so, I, I worked on a 40-hour film this weekend. And oh, okay. It's going to screen Wednesday night here in Vegas at Sam's Town at 9 o'clock. Brilliant. What's the name of your film? It's called, um, oh, hell, Super Awesome Buddy Squad. It's a superhero awesome. parody. Okay, great. Yeah. And where's that at? Uh, Sam's Town. Sam's Town here in Las Vegas. Yep. All right. Off Boulder Highway. Yes. Done by Stellar Locals, the Thompson Boys. Yep. Nice. Yep. Best luck to your film, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. So you guys, it's right up your wheelhouse. You guys are going to love it. Well, awesome. As soon as it's available, we'll post it. Also. Cool. I'll post it to you guys. So. We'll post a link. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good luck. And you, sir, good luck with your cat woman fucking. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. The kill shelter is in full effect. <laughs> kill shelter. <laughs> oh, the head shaking from just Mike. And I'm sorry I was such a shy flower here while I was here. No, right that's now. all right. Oh. Next time, Andy, you're expected to speak, all right? In fact, you're going to take over the host duties. I'm going I'm to sit in the next one in. out. <laughs> hard to get a word in when Paul's on <laughs> Paul's on sweet tea. Paul's on sweet tea. He, he just straps on that cat and goes to work. <laughs> Fishing for laughs, folks. I'll go anywhere. Oh, I fish with dynamite. <laughs> you don't need to bait the dynamite, you know. No. <laughs> That's my problem. I should stop tying it to the line. I didn't line. even get to get into the fact that I saw Rango this week, Paul. And oh. it wasn't bad. <laughs> I meant to watch it just to piss you off, and yeah. I forgot to. I'm oh, sorry. I, that's why I did it. Yeah. I'm like, it's I a new release on Netflix. It's, it's not, not good. It's good. Get out of here. Especially if you're a kid, it's gonna be good. Oh, but are you a kid? No, I'm an adult. Well, it's a terrible movie. But it's not a terrible movie even if you're an adult. I didn't make it for you. <laughs> it carries the Charles Atlas seal of approval. Oh. It's a terrible. Besides, there's piece several of shit. jokes in there that no kid is ever gonna get. There you go. Proof there's right several there. jokes in there no one's ever gonna get because they're not fucking funny. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> Fuck that movie in the ass and mouth all day long. Give that movie a kill shelter. <laughs> I just don't see kill shelter here. ATM. Yes, right now. <laughs> Withdrawal deposit repeat. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
It just didn't seem very deserving of your rage, Paul. That's all I'm saying. What is deserving yeah, of his I'll rage? I'll tell you. Nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is. I don't know. I hated it. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. Piece, piece of shit movie. Crush the life out of him. No, Jeff, fuck come it. on. It's a piece of shit. People like it. Whatever. So it's an award-winning piece of shit. Then. There are plenty of those. Mm-hmm. Plenty of those. An Oscar-winning piece of shit. Plenty award-winning pieces of shit. Mel Gibson, anyone? <laughs> I don't think Gibson ever won an Oscar for one of his pieces. I bet of he's shit, won though. awards. Yeah, but not an That's Oscar. why he's an award winning piece of shit. Let's <laughs> go to the Magic Box, find out if he won an Oscar. Oh boy. Hmm? We'll go to the Magic Box, might have won an Oscar. Right, of course he won Oscars. That's why, as you said. Yes. Yeah. Paul would have said I it think otherwise. he did win an Oscar. Well, I mean, Braveheart yeah, won Braveheart. Oscars. Yes. Best yeah. director. Best director. There you go. Award winning piece of shit. Yes. And now that Actually, we've Braveheart's cool. pretty cool. Now that we punched can't that in enjoy the it nearly as much because he's an awful person. <laughs> and well, I guess that's a full agreement. Until next time, I am Master Torgo. It's better than Rango. Hades <laughs> Joe. <laughs> yeah. Commander K. Just Michael. Now fact check Andy. Yeah, I led you in this yeah, time. You like that? Yeah. yeah. Doing my job now. All right. All right. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week in Geek. What what'd you win in your your I happy want a meal? monkey in a ball? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start wrapping it around. There's nothing Paul loves Wait, better than a monkey. Cat, so, so you got a cat on your staff and a monkey in your ball. Yep. And it's a monkey with a banana crown. Yep. Oh. Paul used to play monkey ball till hours and Monkey Ball was a was a thing. Great game. Monkey Ball. I kinda miss game. Monkey Ball. Monkey was good. That that ain't no Rango you saying? <laughs> no. Uh a good friend of mine just saw Rango. It must must be just because it was on Netflix. Yeah. I referred him back to the our Rango episode. He's like, you gotta watch this. Like, I did already see it, but go back to our Rango episode and listen because it's hilarious. I remember if it was HBO or Stars or what. I'm just, gonna like, watch it this week. It just came on. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it just there. to see what pisses Paul off so much. And I watched it all the way through and said, yeah. like, I can't imagine why he's so upset at this. Moment. Netflix calls this the Ugly Cow Show Spike. That's what. Uh. That is. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Four people. See, see, I have done. I have done myself a disservice by besmirching Rango so much. People are like, "It must be the worst thing ever." Yeah. I'm all so angry this. about this movie. I've got to see it. It is pretty benign, and but it's extremely banal, and it's Yonsville, and it's just it's so far below Johnny Depp's capabilities, the animators' capabilities. It's terrible. God, what a terrible what movie. The animation was actually pretty good. <laughs> Since when did pretty good become acceptable? Why are we letting mediocrity rule the day? Fuck things that aren't awesome. Fuck them. Destroy them. Burn them and end them. Because if you keep encouraging mediocre behavior, mediocre people will rise to places of power and they will do mediocre shit as they have been doing for years and years and years. Newsflash. I know, but... Fuck it. It's even worse right now. Wasn't this like a whole chapter in the Fountainhead? Buddy. And ride your ass. I don't completely subscribe to that theory of shit at all. By any means. No, sir. Atlas can suck my dick. Uh, but, uh, no. I don't know, man. Just, but, but uh, you know... You've got kids, Andy. I do. And you know how it is. Like, everybody gets a sticker and everybody gets a star and nobody's failing and nobody's in trouble. And oh, I, 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 I beg to differ on that, my friend. <laughs> I am intimately, intimately acquainted with the dean. Well, good. <laughs> but, but you know what? Good. 
then you've got a kid who's doing something. Um, no, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's because he's not being challenged. He isn't. There it is. Yep. I know. I used. To, I was that kid. I was that kid. This screed brought to you by Need for Speed, the movie. I need <laughs> for seed. I have the need. The need for kill shelter. Get your crickets and a rim shot. <laughs> uh. Ooh. Oh, hairball. Vaginal hairball. What? That's what happens. If that didn't happen at the end, I would have called this episode Vaginal Hairball. <laughs> You still could. Oh, man. Don't call it vaginal hairball. Nobody will listen to vaginal hairball. Are you kidding me? That'll spike it entirely. That's your new rock band name, Paul. Vaginal hairball. We are vaginal hairball. We're here to rock your world. Are you ready? Strap on your cats. Leo. Mike takes it home. 